Welcome, welcome, welcome to Faith Talk. We miss y'all. I know we've been gone for a few weeks, but we're here and we're ready, ready to get into some good topics. And you just want to keep it genuine, real, uh, with everything that we do or say. So, Andre, Dayla, where y'all been? <laughs> oh, bro, working. You been Work. working? Work. Being just healthy. Getting healthy. And yeah, just being being parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I can't I can't say the same. I, I can't say something about that eating healthy part. I, I just ate ate a whole pizza, so gosh. Yeah, so we want to kind of hint on a little bit of why we've been out so long. Uh the latter part of it has been procrastination, but in the beginning, uh, there was a reason why, reason why you know, uh, we weren't recording. So, bro, uh, want to share that? Why y'all was laughing at me about breathing hard? It's because I had COVID, bro. That's why y'all was laughing. On the last episode, I didn't yeah. even know I was sick yet. Yeah. Yeah. You, you did sound sick too. Really yeah, did. that's what happened, man. I got sick. Well, we all got sick except for Dela because she got I did like, not sick. Yeah, she Dela, got like some Dela, kind of... Dela was had them strong, um, strong genes, bro. Yeah, <laughs> she might have been know, asymptomatic I... too, but you didn't even. She test wasn't. Positive, she though, tested, right? Yeah, she right. tested negative. Yeah. Yeah. So who, who got it first? Um, the kids. I think Zaylin did. Yeah. And it went from Zaylin to Aiden showing up, and then from Aiden. Andre and then later Peyton, we think that our, our middle child kind of wasn't as truthful about not feeling well because he didn't want to be quarantined away from, quarantine, yeah. from his family, from y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, luckily, like, uh, luckily, God has blessed us enough. We all were able to quarantine in our own separate rooms. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty good. Um, the baby was like, he was like, uh, I don't know what y'all doing with this whole separation thing, but that, I'm not doing it. He was yeah. not, <laughs> not feeling like, it. He is not feeling that whole thing. He's like, no, I ain't doing this. Well, right, so so for, for a lot of people that, that you know, haven't quite experienced it or um, don't, don't really know uh, the feeling of it or how it feels. So I know they talk about the symptoms and everything and whatever the case may be. So how did you actually feel? Me? Yeah. Man, um I so, sometimes like I have I had I have asthma. So sometimes I get short of breath with activity, but it, sometimes I'll have allergies going on and I'll I'll get short of breath. So it's kind of bad to say, but kind of normal. Yeah. To be short of breath in a sense, depending on how healthy I you know, how healthy I am, active. But um I was getting short of breath on the podcast, but I didn't think nothing of it. And then, um, yeah, those symptoms were, it's, it's just strange because it's like one symptom at a time and they're just piling on. I was like, man, I just, I, it just hit me all at once. Like, man, I feel terrible. And I, I was like, uh, you hear about the symptoms all the time, but still when you're experiencing them, you're like, man, these, let me look this up, see what the COVID symptoms are. And I looked down the list and I had every one of them. I was like, man. I was telling my wife, I was like, man, I think uh, I might have COVID or something because I, I feel horrible. Let me interject, okay? Yeah. Now, there is a such thing that I say that's called man flu. 
So this I ain't that though. This is not that. We <laughs> also had the man flu on top of COVID. Educa educate us on what 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 is uh, man flu. <laughs> educate us on that, please. So, That's a real thing, man. man so it doesn't say that guys don't get sick, but when they get sick, they get like a few extra symptoms, like you know, like they may want a cup of water with three ice cubes in it. Or <laughs> So warm bubble bath or, you know, a specific meal cooked a specific way, you know, like in a specific cup or whatever. So that and flu, like I, that's what I would say. I dealt with she, a lot. Look, she was supposed to be my nurse, right? Because she wasn't sick, but she's supposed to deliver my, my meals. I, I was in there starving. She was giving me soup. I was like, man, I want some real food. I'm hungry. And she was like, no. You have to eat soup so you can get better. I was like, man, I don't want no soup. It's hey. so nasty. I was like, damn, I don't want no soup. He was hey, she was right though. She was right. I don't want no soup. You have to have um hot hot liquids and stuff. I know. I didn't want to eat that though. I wanted some chicken wings. I was like, I want some real food. Around the house with a mask on, with gloves and all, like just trying to sanitize everything, keep everybody in their own rooms, but nobody wants to really listen. Andre would try to come out without it. I'm like, dude, put your mask on. You cannot oh, I hit it. <laughs> no, I came to the I came to the threshold. And the then he tried to cook for. I said, you cannot touch any of my dishes. Nothing. Get out of my. What I tried to cook. That is your. Oh, because you would not give me no food. I was starving in there. I was Dude. like, man, I'm gonna cook it myself. You ain't, I'm hungry. Dude, I, and him and the kids, I, I started noticing they were no longer eating the chicken noodle soup. So I'm like, because it was nasty. The soup, this is for you. And they're like, we want food, we want food. And so that like, nasty. that was the challenge of feeding all the guys with, with making sure they eat what they need to eat. But yeah, Andre was miserable. Like he's trying to talk about it all easy. He was miserable, y'all. Like he was like, I'm hurting, I'm sweating, I'm hot, I'm cold. He had bubble guts, you know. Sorry for too much information, but oh yeah, he, I had that. All like everything, like and the, the kids, they they were more so achy and having headaches. But um Andre, I think, had it the worst. He was the one that was just like, unless it was a man flew on top of it. I don't know. You know, he was, you know. I don't know. I, I kind of enjoyed my time away, you know. Um, yeah. luckily, luckily, I'm blessed to have, you know, to be my own boss. And so I was giving myself some time and um, I got to watch a lot of Netflix, you know, so because I don't really watch TV. So I watched I like I got to binge watch and not feel bad about binge watching. So mm -hmm. it was it was straight. I mean, the going to bed alone, that part sucks. I ain't, I ain't with all that. So believe he was like, you need to get tested to make sure. You know, you don't have COVID. <laughs> you finna put me out. <laughs> like, concerned about my health. I was like, yeah, you're right. I need to get tested, you know, and all this. And then he goes, because, you know, you know, it wouldn't be a bad thing if you have COVID, then we can quarantine together. I'm like, <laughs> are you have COVID? Oh, I wasn't hoping that you had COVID. I was just saying, like, get tested. Because if you do, then we could, you know, we could be in the same bed. We could, we could you know. I'm like, I don't want what y'all got. I will I will pass that up, you know? And thank God, he was so sad that my results were negative. I'm like, No, wow. I wasn't sad. I was I was glad because, you know, but I mean, I had a little bit of sadness, but overall, I was just glad that <laughs> well, you were- Well, we, we're just going to put like this. He wanted to spend some time with you. That's what Yeah, I'm some quality time, some fellowship. Oh, just, that's just baby fellowship, you know? Just a little divine fellowship. Hey, know? so look, I, um, I, I, 
I never really heard of the concept of the man flu. But for I real? Think my, yeah, I think it's funny. It's, it, that's hilarious. But I it's think real, my right? wife, I think my wife would agree with that though. Like, yeah. When we get sick, we do like we over exaggerate. Like, yes. We, oh man. Cause look, we ain't supposed to get sick, bro. We're not supposed yeah. to be getting sick. Yeah. We got too much stuff to do, and we just it's just like, man, I can't yeah. do, I can't do sickness. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's just, so we're so, just all we want to do is just work. We don't want to be sick because yeah, then you we, we can't do, do nothing. We do over exaggerate, though. I give her that. I, you got, I, but you got to do it. That's the only say, way they're going. Say, they that's the only way you're going to get a out. massage. It's cutting your voice out. What you said? I said you guys do exaggerate. You do. Oh but yeah. Exaggerate. But we y'all. have to. We have to because that's the only way that we're gonna get any special treatment. Three cups of uh, three cubes of ice. He oh specifically mm-hmm. three cubes. Yeah. Yes. What's Santana talking about? Out. You ran out, Andre. <laughs> she said he overdo it and uh, and not me. Santana texting the group. They, <laughs> 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 I do not be asking for no three cubes of ice. You- you have, the, you have I don't the, like ice. No, yeah. but I do ask for a you know the tub thing. You know that's cool, but I don't ask for no ice. I don't do that. So um, I can actually um, uh, relate too because I did. I actually was one of the first ones to get use it. You get it, bro. Yeah, when it first hit Albany and people didn't know what it was and a lot of people was getting sick with the, they they was calling it the flu and mm-hmm. then all of a bro, sudden it was back. Out. Back then, you just thought you was dying. You was gonna die if you get it. Yeah, like you yeah. just didn't know. Like you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so they had no vaccines, no none of the other stuff. Yeah. And, um. When I when, actually when I get when I got sick, it it, it fell over me overnight. Like I mm. went from I that's went what from, happened to me. Yeah, because I went from helping some people, helping out uh, some people, and then I came home that night, and that night it was like, oh, uh, it just fell on me, and I I got the the sweats, I had the fever, yeah. my body was aching. Uh, mm. I had a real bad headache. Mm-hmm. I remember it. I had a real bad headache. And man, when I tell you I was on my behind in that bathroom, in my bathroom, it was to the point to where I was like, man, I got I, I got to start praying, ask God to heal it, remove, remove it, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And we had just got finished talking about COVID and, and uh, at that time, people were like really, I wouldn't say scared, but mm-hmm. it was but, like the yeah. seriousness of it was on another level. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so thankfully, uh, I called my doctor the, the next day and he kind of, I mean, they really didn't have nothing to give you to really do anything. Yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't uh, even know what to do. Yeah. So he was like, he just put me on a lot of steroids and and, and some other stuff. And I kind of think, I thank God that he did because when he did, I got better, I, I started to get better. I, mm-hmm. I always had a bad cough. But I never, I never, um, throughout throughout the time I had it, I had a bad cough, but my mm-hmm. breathing was never affected. So yeah, it didn't wow. get bad. That, that happened to me, like, um, you know, being having asthma and some other underlying conditions, you know, yep. it's supposed to hit me bad, but I never had breathing trouble. Yep. But yeah. I will say I was sick for three days and then I was back. I was like ready. I was ready to do pushups. I was like, man, I'm bored. I got to move. And I got down. And I did two push-ups, and I said, "Oh no, I gotta get I, back in the bed." You, you weak, your body weak. Bro. I'm <laughs> I said, "Let me get back in this bed. Stop playing yeah. around." But then the, that's when the cough came. Uh, day seven, after I thought I was getting better, and my mom called, and she was like, "You sound bad. You need to get some antibiotics." Blah, blah, you know, antibiotics, antibiotics. Antibiotics don't do nothing though. Oh yeah, it we can see. So I went to the doctor to get antibiotics because me having the issues that I have, 
whenever I get an upper respiratory infection, I always get antibiotics just to go ahead and get rid of it so I don't struggle with the infection later yeah. if it gets worse. So I got the, um, I got the antibiotics. I went to the, it was a weekend, so I went to the ER to get them. And the doctor was like, who's like, I said, I think I need antibiotics. Because if you go to the doctor and tell them what you need, they pretty much just give it to you. So I was like, hey, I need antibiotics. He was like, why? I was like, because I got an infection. He was like, yeah, you got an infection. You got a virus. You got COVID. It's a virus. And he was like, I was like, yes. But my doctor said, I need to get antibiotics when I get sick like this. Specifically, mm-hmm. like a sinus infection. Mm-hmm. It feels like a sinus infection. That's, so what, that's he, exactly what it feels like. Yeah. So he looked at my ears, nose, throat and stuff. And they just walked out and gave me antibiotics. And mm-hmm. They don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, so I, I took that and I took it just in time because it's like COVID gives you a sinus infection that drains down in here and then it gets in your lungs and turns to pneumonia. That's when that's when it get that's when it gets bad yeah. for you. Yeah. So yeah. you gotta you gotta catch it as a sinus. Y'all, y'all get this education, get this education yeah. right now that y'all getting because yep. it, it's, it's valid information. They won't, they'll tell you to just go home <laughs> and just wait it out. But if you start getting like a sinus infection to get that post nasal drip stuff going on, yep. mm-hmm. get the antibiotics because I right. right right when I got the antibiotics, I started coughing up bloody mucus, which is like a sign of pneumonia. Yeah. But when I because mm-hmm. I was taking the antibiotics, you know, I never actually experienced that or shortness of breath. And also, if you do get it get a uh, pulse ox meter that that um, you put on your finger it's like $12 on Amazon and you can monitor your your breathing through that and, yep. uh, and you have it if you have an Apple watch you have it on your watch too but I was just you know they were like um, if your breathing goes below 92% oxygen then just go to the ER and go ahead yeah. and get checked on you know yeah. if you wait to if you wait till you can't breathe then it's gonna be too late yeah. And the, and the, the above all too diet. So stay mm-hmm. away from dairy. Dairy causes mucus buildup. Yeah. And once you get sick, stay away. Thank from God you. I don't like milk and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah. Beef. And beef. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I think I just thank God for my doctors as well because you know he put me on the steroids. I can't remember if it was antibiotic, but I know I had some nasal stuff. And it gets you on uh, prednisone. Yeah, that's what it was. That helped, yeah. And um, that's good stuff, bro. so I, I had a lot of that stuff that I took. I think I was like a like a seven day steroid or something. I can't really remember, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. It, it, it helped, man. And then once I got rid of the cough, that's when I got better because the cough makes it worse too. Yeah, and you just be like once you, <laughs> just coughing yeah. just for no reason. Once you like, get that, oh. once you get the drainage and everything. Yeah. So another thing too that a lot of people don't know is. Uh, you have to stay on like hot liquids, hot, mm-hmm. like, uh, hot tea and stuff like that. Stay away from the cold liquids. I know uh, some other people were saying, um, uh, uh, talking about taking ibuprofen. Sometimes ibuprofen can convert it to pneumonia. I did a little research on that too. So that's why a lot of people were taking Tylenol more so than ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, Tylenol, uh, sinus and flu helps too. You know, some over the over the counter stuff that everybody. That's can do. that's pretty much the only thing that helps. Like, yep. there, there's nothing else you could do. You just gotta, yep. you just gotta do your time, bro. That's it. Well, like, well we just we gave our praise report on that. Everybody is healed. Everybody yeah. is back. Made it. No, no long haul COVID. If you do, if you do the right, reach out to somebody that's had it, and yep. learn and yep. and ask. Because I was coaching Cam through it when he had it, and then when I got it, I forgot about everything I told him. So yeah. You yeah. tell me the same thing that, that I told him. Like, drink the hot, drink the hot. Don't drink that cold. Don't drink that cold. <laughs> he was Man, drink, drink. They was make they was bringing cup after cup. Just I was like, what is this? It's vitamin C. This water. This vitamin C. This water. <laughs> oh, oh, there. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, vitamin, vitamin C. C. 
vitamin yeah. C. And I, we we and still D. take our vitamins right now, like daily. Yeah. You know, yeah. we didn't stop. So what were you saying, Dayla? Oh, I said he didn't even want to sit up to t to drink his water or sit up to drink his tea. He was just difficult. He yeah, was, I was a diff being difficult. Man, yeah, because I slept for like two days, bro. I was just sleeping, just like oh, I'm going to bed. I can't walk do. around and move around. And thank you guys for telling me, like Cameron, you guys said not to wear a mask while you're walking outside if you have COVID. Yes, but bro, she made us walk out. She made me and Aiden go walking. And I was yeah. like, it was like, I, I don't want to walk. I really don't want to go. I don't want to walk. And she was like, you need to get up, go out, go, go. So we got out. And then I like, sometimes I would sit <laughs> out on the back active, porch. Man. I would sit yeah. out on the back porch just to get some sun. You know, that's good that's vitamin D. Blood clots, yep. you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so we, we, I stayed active too. So, but just so uh, we're going to just everybody, you know, just take that information because it's legit information. We all experienced it. And we're just speaking off of experience. So I want to kind of switch gears though, because um Andre mentioned something earlier when he was um uh quarantined. He said something about something about binge watching episodes and stuff. Yeah. So I'm asking I'm asking y'all this. How do y'all feel like when y'all find a new a new uh TV show or something like that and the other person watches it before the other person or y'all don't watch it together? Like, is that a problem for y'all? Or like, is that like one no. of those? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cheater in that aspect, bro. Cause I'd be like, <laughs> bro, we started we started watching a couple of shows and they look too slow for me. And I'd be like, cause I, I'll, I'll binge like a whole, uh, like, like two we, seasons we, we, and then I'll stop. We want to keep watching. We want to keep it's, watching. That's it's, the problem. It's, it's because how they end the episodes. They do it on <laughs> purpose, bro. They end it and you'd be like, oh, it's be the last episode, right? Then they'd be like, they end with such and such getting shot. And you'd be like, You'd be like, mm. and it's going off. I'll just look over at Dayla and then I'll just look at the TV and just pretend. And I'll be like, oh, it, it started the next episode. Oh, man. You think I, guess, I guess we got to watch. And Dayla, then you'll be there three hours. Dayla, what you think? I think it's a betrayal because <laughs> if, if I was to do that, he'll be like, oh, you didn't wait for me. Why you didn't wait for me? I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. And then here he goes, three episodes after what we've watched together. I'm like, there's no point of catching up. Like you might as well just watch the show by yourself. I'm guilty. Yeah. I'm guilty. I'm sorry. Like when I was working and, and I if I had nothing to do it, I'd be sneaking a couple episodes in at work and then I'd be like, we'll be watching. I'd be like, man, you finna be surprised. I'm telling you. Hey, <laughs> wow. Hey, but have you ever have you ever watched something uh ahead of her and then you know how she's gonna feel about you watching it? So you act like you never watched it. Oh, I've I've tried to do that before, but she she know she'll she figures it out. Yeah, she figured out that I. Why could you not? You're disinterested. You're disinterested or something. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, it's not as shocking to me because I already know, you know. Plus, I just, you know, I, I mean, yeah, but she don't. I don't left her behind on a couple of shows. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, she didn't really get into manifest. Oh yeah, I watched the whole third, the whole third season without you, right? You can and going and he will have to give me a narration of oh so this happened and this happened i'm like it's a lot of drama and that happened and this happened i'm like okay and then i'm like you know just watch the show it's not even fun anymore just watch the show so he like, just and then i'll be like thank you i ain't going to get back get get, yeah. get where i want to go kicking <laughs> it know, in second gear yeah i think i think uh all couples like that feel like that across the board because Santana's the same way when i watch something man and my thing is if it's good i don't want to go to sleep and she right. get she get sleeping, so she'll go to sleep. And then, like you said, when it when it, when that little question asks you, are you still there? You're like, oh, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what was it that I put you on manifest? And you said, uh, he said, as he said, boy, I started watching manifest. He said, yeah. boy, I'm, 
Well, I almost called out of work. <laughs> yeah, he said, "Well, I almost called out of work, but yeah, that's a good one, but because yeah. I, I was up, I was up uh, during the day watching that. I try to yeah. watch watch uh, TV shows during the day because you know, I basically want to sit still and just keep watching them. So. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, it's tough, man, because you don't know. You just it's they didn't figure out how to get you to just. The writers figured out how to get you to just roll into the next one, roll into the next one. And then you'd be mad because you know, watch the whole entire season and you got to wait six, seven, eight months for the next season to drop just so you, you know, you can binge watch that junk. But yeah, I don't watch a whole bunch of shows, but when I get some good ones, I, I'll watch it like all at once. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so now we want to talk about since we didn't got into that uh, boundaries. Do yep. you do you do you believe that um, when you have boundaries, whether it's in or in your marriage or uh, certain things in life or just, you know, your friends or whatever the case may be, do you believe that there should be certain certain boundaries set for both people? Um, yeah, I, I believe that um, some some things that we all need to work on is is actually making those boundaries known because if you don't make the boundaries known, then the other person will never know if they're if not to cross them. And so they'll do things and you think that like, well, you should just know that's just something you don't do, but you don't know how that person was raised or, you know, their, their mindset, their thinking. And so you kind of have to make the boundaries known, uh, whether it be how they treat you, how they treat your house you know, how they act in your house, the language they use. Like, you just got to let people know up front, like, what you're comfortable with. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, hey, um, I'm going to need you to not cuss around my children. Or, hey, I'm going to need you to uh, take your shoes off when you come inside the house. You know, any little simple things like that. Just got to be able to be bold enough to let people know up front. So that way you can't expect people to respect your boundaries if they don't know them. You know, so I think that's that's one thing. Halo. Well, my key thing, because um, that is something that I'm definitely working on. I don't know if that's why Dre decided, you know, to talk about boundaries, you guys. But nope, uh, nope. I am a <laughs> advocate for therapy um, now because I myself am in have in therapy and that's one of the things literally that we're talking about now is boundaries and one of the things I want to say was no boundaries causes you not to be able to create a solid village around you because like basically you just always kind of gonna have your walls up or you're gonna always you know be in a state of like maybe someone hurt you like he said they may not know that you don't like something and so you kind of like not having boundaries, it, it just sets you up for a life where you don't really, you can be easily offended or, you know, um, just always on edge or always kind of hurt, you know? And um, so boundaries definitely, I think is key in marriage and friendships and um, even in workplaces <laughs> um, and, and just with day-to-day -day life, it's just important, really important to have healthy boundaries. Now, when you say workplace, um, what, mm -hmm. do you, what do you mean, founders in the workplace? Um, I know, I mean, I I haven't really worked for long periods of times in normal workplaces, <laughs> but when I did, 
Um, I will say definitely like, let's say you may not, like he was talking about, um, you may not like certain topics or whatnot that you may not be comfortable with, you know, or you may, or maybe this job isn't really fit, this really fitting for you, you know, maybe like uh, whoever you're working for may not honor, it depends on what the job is. Like if it could be a job where you're selling something or a job where you're marketing things or a job where you're, I don't know, doing assembly lines or whatever. I think just in general, like your, I would say your coworkers around you, like, you know, whenever you have those free moments, um, like he said, make it known, but not being like blunt or rude, but you know, people, when they see you, they know, okay, this person is cool with this. This person's not mm -hmm. cool. Let me not yeah. cross my bounds here. <laughs> I respect this person, you know, um, and they respect me. So I think like that in the workplace. It yeah, could be, go ahead. So go I'll on. say it could be like, uh, you know, too, like some people are, you know, like not a, not okay with like crude jokes or whatever, because going around people's boundaries in the workplace can get you in trouble. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you got to, you know, yeah, you get HR, <laughs> HR called on you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Now, now I would say, as far as boundaries in a marriage, you you definitely want to be open to uh, your wife or your significant other, significant other about things or how, about your feelings or how you feel or what you may mm -hmm. be experiencing. Um, and I would I would say for me, boundaries boundaries would be okay um, if you know if I if I see my wife, you know, basically she wanted to be all to herself or or watch her. TV shows or just kind of give her get a little moment when she first come home or mm -hmm. or even when she's home and you know or the girls are doing her own work or uh it's a lot of movement in the house or a lot of noise <laughs> in the house a lot of stuff going on or if I see that she just want to just have her some alone time you know I feel like that can be a type of boundary too like mm -hmm. sometimes I can try to I can like be annoying on purpose just because <laughs> you know I I, I you so too? Yeah, I do it on purpose. Like yeah, you just want to get a little, yeah, get a little riled up. But if I see that you know it's really bothering her and she just really want to be to herself, you know, I give her that little time that she needs to kind of reset her mind and stuff. So I think that's all. That also is a type of boundary as well. And I say for me, you know, um, you know, if she see that I'm kind of you know feeling a different you know type of way or something like that, she may give me a little time to kind of process myself and get myself together too. And then you also want to talk about um just um things about like how let's say um how you are with each other so um if we know that okay well if i say this or if i do this to her you know she may you know not like that or she may feel um upset or disrespected mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be and vice versa the same way like mm -hmm. if, if she knows certain things that she may say to me okay i've already shared that with her that i, mm -hmm. I don't like those type of things Okay, those are me setting my boundaries, my parameters or boundaries, yeah. you know. So that's that's just how I see it from that standpoint. Now, from a work standpoint, me being or us being uh, followers of Christ and, and our beliefs and, and and what we stand for and everything. Sometimes you have to. I don't. I, you don't necessarily have to say the boundaries, mm -hmm. but if you hold yourself to a different type of standard when you're going mm -hmm. into that workplace. People will know what you stand for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like my, like my job, they call me Deke. You know, <laughs> Deke. Sort for Deacon. Yeah, yeah. Deke. <laughs> man, I know, 
hey, you know, you know, so I and they and I understand that, you know, they already see that how I care of myself and how I am at work, that that boundary is already automatically set. You know, you know, sometimes, they, you know, people people are going to curse anyway when they talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would sometimes, you know, they would catch themselves and or apologize or whatever the case may be, but you know, they don't really mean any harm or disrespect. But mm-hmm. the boundary is already set there and, and they already know what I stand for just by my yeah. simple, you know, presence in the workplace. So I would say that, you know, um boundary boundaries can be set that way too. So Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the real key thing is the other side to boundaries is the people accepting those boundaries and not attacking you because you established these boundaries because that's what makes it really healthy and you know seeing like the people in your life is this person like a mad at me because i i don't like you know watching scary movies you know or, or making fun of me for this or does this person go okay that's okay that's cool i understand that so like like you were saying it's really important on both sides one for you to establish your boundary like you like you don't have to go around shooting guns saying this nah, is my don't. don't you do this blah blah but like you said you just get <laughs> that standard of life but, but if, what do you yeah. do what do you do when they don't accept it you you've already share how you already share that this is how i feel this is where i'm at here this is my space mm-hmm. you know but they don't accept it and they continue doing exactly what bro then I, that's when the relationships changes yeah, yeah i'm like you just you don't respect me for your best interest you know, and it's not, then it can become toxic, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you have to learn when to walk away. I mean, in places definitely at work, you know, you're gonna see the people. So, yeah. you know. It's nothing, it's nothing you can really do about work, yeah. really, because you have to work. work <laughs> yeah. but friendships, and, and if, they, if, if they're really a friend, they will honor and value your, you like how you feel in your boundaries. But mm-hmm. if, if they're not, then they're not really being a good friend. If like, mm-hmm. if you're saying, hey, I'm not okay with that. And they're like, whatever. Then that means they don't really respect and honor your boundary. And then, you know, that's just not a healthy relationship. It's oh, yeah. like, it's like, you know, unequal yoke, as we talked about the last time, you know, you could be unequally yoked with just relationships with people also. Like, as then what would happen? friendships too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what tends to happen is you getting offended because you didn't speak up for your mm-hmm. boundaries. You're over mm-hmm. and over. You're getting offended, and they're just like, "Oh, it's cool." You know, this it's just you. It's yeah, just Dre. Know, it's just, just Dre. He's cool. He's cool but with me. Like, land. You know, put, yeah, but they're like, "Oh, he's cool with me sitting on 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 their couch with my shoes on, put my feet up on the side of it." You know, it's yeah. like, "Oh, he's cool," because I don't ever say anything. Oh, yeah. it's just Dre. He cool. He cool. And yeah. then, but you're getting mad. You're you're getting mad, and you're never con- facing it, and you're just letting it happen over and over again. It starts to get build up a bitterness and you might start ghosting the person instead of just telling them like, you know, hey. And so that's why it's good to let people know up front the boundaries mm-hmm. and set them so that you don't have to, mm-hmm. you don't have to deal with that. And you give them a chance to respect the boundaries, you know, mm-hmm. and say, oh, okay, I, I didn't know, you know, that's yeah. cool. Now, I, 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 I would say that I got some good, uh, some good friends, especially <laughs> the, uh, friends that work because they, they already know, you know, my standpoint and where I, where I, come, where I come from and what I stand for. So mm-hmm. they respect that. Mm-hmm. So they're still gonna be themselves, yeah. but they respect they respect mm-hmm. the fact that I'm what I stand for. And, and mm-hmm. y'all remember what I was telling telling y'all about how 
when you're when you're friends with somebody either you either they're going to pull you to go back to where you were in, were in or you're going to pull them to better themselves yeah mm-hmm. and I've had, uh, a, a couple people come to me and say you know man since meeting you man I, I, i've been trying to do better man and you know and you could tell by when when you're talking to people they'll be like they start bringing up god and they start talking about yeah. god and that's when you can step in and yeah you know, start sharing the gospel and stuff and, and oh, yeah. it's always good when you have people tell you that man you know, because because of you, man, or because I'm around you, I want to do better. Better, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good. So, and that's it. Should always be that. I mean, you should. You know, you you know, you're doing. You're headed the right direction. If people, if you, people are uncomfortable about being, uh, about staying stagnant and being mediocre around you, like they're yeah. like something about you. I just want to do better in life. Yeah, know? we're not saying you're judging them. <clears throat> come off as we're saying, you know, you're. You could become we're not being we're so we're not saying we're being judgmental of i'm better than you or whatnot yeah. but what they're saying is like you're making an impact and a difference wherever you go like when you walk into the room there's a light there's like a presence of god just on you and it and it just it's just contagious and it just goes and it affects people so i will just i just want to make that clear so they're not saying like oh yeah i'm better than this person no like it's yeah. just the God in you is just like just going out and pouring out to the people mm-hmm. around you and just literally setting the atmosphere wherever you go. So quick question. I, I want to uh, go, go off uh, off script for a minute. Who is the funniest between y'all? Is it Andre or is it you? Man, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's been, I, I'm a very, I tell jokes that people have to think about. Like, like Dre, he's been with me for so long, he knows when I'm joking. And so like, even recently we were on the phone with a friend and I said a joke and he didn't get it. And so he was like, what? And Dre was like, oh, she's being funny. You know, she, she yeah, meant- Yeah, she's trying to tell a joke. It's- <laughs> yeah, Daily, Daily, you're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> just ain't got it. Hey, she says, bro, she says something funny today, though. I was like, oh, yeah, wow. She's she, right. she, right. <laughs> Every, 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 you know, once a year, you know, she'll say yeah. something, that, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm her husband, so I have to give her the pity laughs, you know. <laughs> Girl, <Yeah>. stop. <laughs> then everybody be quiet and they just like. Uh-huh. No, for real, stop. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, that wasn't funny. That wasn't funny. No, not at oh. all. Not at all. So not I just so. quiet because apparently no one gets my joke. I crack myself up, but no one gets that's it. That's how. That's how you know you ain't funny. Yeah, you like laughing at your own jokes. <laughs> all right, now who would y'all say smart is, for who it? Would y'all say is the funniest out of me and Santana? I don't know. <laughs> Santana don't. I don't even hear her joke like that. She like yeah. Cameron oh. joke. Cameron. Cameron. I, now I'd have been in some. Now I'd have been into some. <laughs> Some roast chats with Cam, so he got a different side to him that you know, I don't know that he can roast. We be roasting, you know. So, you know, we said they look- you know, my boy ruthless. And then, like she say funny stuff, like not on purpose, but it'd be fun. Or her expressions make stuff funny. Her expressions yeah. is funny. Yes. Her face. I should. I should be doing her face. Be funny. Yes. Yes. But Cameron, yeah, he's the funniest one I think. But naturally, yeah. but. Saying Santana, she can be funny, but when she don't know she's being funny, she's really yeah, funny. Yeah, she do got some <laughs> funny faces she be making. Yes, tell it. Santana face will tell you how she really feel. Yeah. I always yeah. tell everybody that know. Yes, mm-hmm. Santana will let you know. 
<laughs> she can't, man. She couldn't hide it if she wanted to. Nah. Boy. <laughs> so, so now my next point is uh, comparisons. Yes. So when you try to, when you try to compare, have you, have you guys ever tried to compare where you, where God is taking you in your lives as opposed to somebody else? Like, say for example, you know, if it's in your marriage or in life in general. You mm-hmm. look at somebody else's life and be like, man, how is how is it that this person not you know not even on point? Or I would mm-hmm. say, how is it that this person is kind of getting more than what I'm getting, mm-hmm. and I'm actually giving out more to God in general? Mm-hmm. So have you ever tried to have you ever compared y'all you know lives to things like that, or com- just compared in general? I, I think everybody has done it at some point. Yeah, but we were taught early on not to do that and i think it saves you a lot of focus time a lot of <clears throat> a lot of uh, thought you know thought room like just wasted time yeah. we were always taught to when you see somebody um going from glory to glory mm-hmm. becoming successful and and growing in the things of god it was always to cheer them on and just be ready for your turn your turn is coming but also always applaud somebody else doing better yeah. even if they're doing better than you you know what i mean we have to always, I guess as human beings, have to always fight that urge to want to be better than someone else. Like, oh man, you know, I want to be on top of somebody, you know, and and but uh that's one thing we 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 didn't we didn't um we, we always stayed away from. I don't like I don't want to do no comparison. I only want to compare myself. Apparently, Andre, he doesn't really struggle with that but i will say i i do tend to struggle a little bit you know as far as like what i do like you know because what i do is like kind of in you know music and trying to like you know of course you want people to be happy and love what you do and so i don't necessarily have a hard time cheering others on because we love like he said we love cheering people on being happy when people are winning we love seeing people win but i would say generally and i think a lot of people do tend to compare themselves with like their capabilities or their talents, you know, they could compare that to someone else and not really see, really see the great things that God is doing in them and in their life. And it can cause you to like, to miss the mark, you you know, you can miss out on enjoying the journey because you're too busy. Like, well, Sally over here, you know, looking like she having a good time. And I'm over here stuck, like you said, working really hard and why is she getting all this? Mm-hmm. And her stuff don't even sound all that, you know. And that's when you start getting to the whole like tearing people down, like mm-hmm. so you can make mm-hmm. yourself feel better. But really, God want us to compare at all because we all have our own journey and path to take. And like the the um, what you call it, the uh, late Kobe Bryant will say is life is a journey and you just enjoy the journey. It's not a destination. Mm-hmm. You know, people get stuck on. I want to be at this place and they don't realize what it takes to get to that get place there. and enjoy the process because literally <clears throat> not just I made it to this point I'm done it's literally a, a journey so I see yeah. what people what people fail to realize is when they're comparing they they don't know what that person been through to get mm-hmm. to where they are like mm-hmm. you, you, you might not want that Exactly. <laughs> Constantly looking and looking and saying, "Man, why did they keep? Why did they keep getting? Why did they keep elevating? Mm-hmm. Why did they keep getting blessed?" Mm-hmm. You don't know what that person had to go through to even mm-hmm. get to that point. You don't know what that person had to experience in yes. life in general to even get mm-hmm. to that point. So, we got to stop trying to compare. You know, 
your lives to another person's mm -hmm. life because your experience and, and what you go through is going to be it's going to be totally different your mm -hmm. battles are going to be totally different from what that person is battling through and i mm -hmm. feel like a lot of times like you said daily we just stop and just pay attention to what's in front of us and what we have mm -hmm. for ourselves and not miss our blessings that god mm -hmm. brings to us we'll be a lot more better off because oh, yeah. sometimes we you, you know we, we're so worried about the other outside mm -hmm. and other people and not yeah. worrying about what we're what we have going on mm -hmm. and a lot of times those blessings will come but mm -hmm. it won't come when we want them to come mm -hmm. you no know, god is god ain't gonna give it to you if he ain't ready for it sometimes he will but if you if you just not he'll give it to you you ask him for it, here it comes you, you know people be start you, you praying and asking for god to do something for you okay be ready for when it when it comes be ready for mm -hmm. receiving it but sometimes yeah. he might say hey look you're not ready for it yet because if I give it to you now, you're going to mess it up. Oh, yes. And Whatever, I, I, what would you say, too, about, because um, the other problem with that is the culture now with social media. You know, people are looking at the picture. And so they have this pressure of everything looking perfect and good. And then when they look at their life, like, you know, it may not look like that picture. So what would you guys say? about about people looking at like things that are posted on social media and, and the you know the real as they call it well, well i'm going i'm going i'm going i'm going to raise my hands because i'm guilty of that too at, at, at some point because when we got our home that we're in now it, it, it was such a blessing in the process and how we got it it mm -hmm. was nobody but god i'm gonna tell you that right now because how we got it you people would be like what it did what <laughs> That's they, sold, they sold it to you for how much? It did what? Are you serious? You better <laughs> get that today. <laughs> yes, this is that, that would be a story I'll be able to tell. You know, my well, my kids know now, but my grandkids and great grandkids, I'll be able to tell that story on how mm -hmm. you know, we got this home. But sometimes when you want elevation, like you start looking at looking at oh, more, mm -hmm. you start yep. looking at better. And, you know, sometimes I would get on social media and I would go and look at these different types of houses that are bigger than the one, the house mm -hmm. that I currently have. And mm -hmm. I get so focused on wanting that, I forget what God has already blessed, blessed us with. Mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to not necessarily look at that picture perfect moment at the time because it's not, it's not your time to get that picture perfect moment. Mm -hmm. Right now, enjoy the moment you that you're currently in and what you have. So mm -hmm. I had to get out of that and, and understand that, hey, look, it's not your time now for elevation to get better right now at this very moment. Just enjoy what I've already blessed you with. And I mm -hmm. would leave that with somebody that's whoever may be looking on social media at better mm -hmm. lives or better situations. Look at the blessing that you already have. So. That, that's that, that's really important. <clears throat> I think sometimes I'll, um, you know, if you, you, you move into a bigger house, and then after being in the bigger house or a newer car or whatever, after about three months, is you just get used to it. And so you have to purposely take it, you know, take moments and, and look back to where you were and mm -hmm. look at how you got here and then say, oh, man, you know, that, that kind of keeps your mind in focus. Like, wow, I did come from a one bedroom apartment to owning my own home. And that is that is awesome. That is very, you know, I'm going, you know, I'm having success and just remembering that instead of just always looking in the future and just always mm -hmm. wanting what's in the future and not enjoying the present. 
Yeah, and then another thing too, you, you can't forget where you came from. Like that's what I mean. Yeah, you can, don't forget. I'm telling where you, you came like from. don't forget going where back, you came from. going back to when we were kids, when me and my brother and sister were sleeping in the same bedroom, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Like don't forget, you know, lights out, so mm-hmm. power is off, so we have to use candles so that we can see at night, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, the water's not running right, or you know, mm-hmm. we to have food for this for this week, so. We mm-hmm. have to out for a little bit, or we may have to eat this, or you may mm-hmm. have to eat cereal dry without milk. You know that oh. kind of thing. <laughs> I remember, I remember that. I remember everything mm-hmm. that I've been through mm-hmm. in life when I was younger, and I look at how, at being a product of the environment, how people choose their environment over being, over having a better life. Mm-hmm. I just don't see see how they can do it. Do that. I can, but I, I can see how it happens. Because being a product of your environment, you you're wanting to stay in that environment and not want you may want better for yourself, but you don't see better for yourself. But mm-hmm. at that point in time, you have Reach. to decide: Reach. Are you going to stay in that mess, mm-hmm. or are you going to get yourself up and get out of that mess? Do whatever you got to do to get so out of that. Mm-hmm. When we were growing up and in, in those neighborhoods and doing stuff, whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, didn't have didn't I didn't have my biological dad in my life. I, to, to, to raise me, to mm-hmm. show me different types of things. So mm-hmm. I could have easily said, man, I just do this. This is just what I want to do. This is how mm-hmm. I want to be. I didn't do that. I didn't choose to do that. Of course, you're going to have trials and tribulations. You're going to have <clears> things <throat> that you go through. But the things that you go through, you don't have to stay in those things. You can use mm-hmm. those things to better yourself and to, mm-hmm. to better your life. So I would Are say you- the key you said too was choose. Like every. Yep. every- day whatever decision you make determines where your future is going to be so like and we always got to remember everything is a decision we make every day a choice we make every day that leads you up to the moment that you are right now and if you don't like like you said well you are right now start looking at the choices and the decisions that you're making Mm -hmm. that can get you out of that you know and so Mm -hmm. like that we both came from a place a fatherless place uh in a place of poverty but we knew we that God has just, you know, he just gives everybody a desire to want what's best. I think that's why we all want the best because God gave us all that desire. Yep. And so it's always a bad thing, but he mm-hmm. wants to, you know, of course to keep him at the top, you know, of that pursuit. Of but everything is a daily decision and choice, yep. just like my husband, like every day, the decisions we made, mm-hmm. like, you know, children of God to be husband and wife, to be, to live the life that God has called, called us to live, lends us to where we are to this, in this very moment. Yep. Same with you. Like, a series man, of choices. Every day's that, choices. Yep. Yeah. You didn't go, oh, because I, my dad wasn't here. Now you're an amazing father. Yep. You, you decided I'm going to be an amazing father. Every day I'm going to make decisions to be this amazing father and this husband and this man of God, you know? And so I just encourage everybody like a day at a time, you know, day by day. And and that's why you can't get into comparison because Mm -hmm. a lot of times when that person is elevated is because the choices that they're making, they're making right choice after right choice after right choice, Mm -hmm. hard choices after hard choices all the time. You know, they choose, maybe they choose working more, staying up late over leisure and pleasure. And they're doing that at a higher rate than you are. You know what I mean? And so you don't really want that. You think you want the outcome, but you don't want to make those decisions. And so you really don't want what they have. You don't, you don't <laughs> want it to get there. You just want their end result. You know what I'm saying? But, but you got to make those same choices. 
And so I see like a picture when you're talking about a uh, comparison, it's like driving down the road and you look over at a nice, somebody in a nice car and the longer you stare at them, the more you'll start to drift over in their lane. You know what mm. I mean? And before you know it, you missed your exit or you're out of focus. You're all the way in their lane when you're supposed to be going straight. Yep. And that's what comparisons do to you. It causes you to lose focus of what God has for you to be doing personally. Mm -hmm. But some people will see, some people will see a certain, you know, somebody doing a certain business and they look at that and say, man, that person has success in that. I'm going to go do that. And you ain't, supposed to be, you ain't supposed to be doing that. You need to yep. focus on what God has for you to do. Because mm -hmm. if you stay in your lane and focus on what he has for you to do, uh, you, may, you, you may surpass that person. You know what I mean? But if you're focused, you don't even know you're surpassing anybody or you're doing anything. All you need to be worried about is what God has for you and go after that. And, and that's, that's what he says. Seek first the kingdom. Matthew and 6, 33. Added to you. <laughs> Amen. You know, seek him, not the things. Amen. Yeah. Well, y'all, I'm going to say this. This was a good one, y'all. They ain't gonna want to miss this. They ain't gonna miss this episode. I think that mm -hmm. we we jumped off at the right time and we, we talked about some good things. And uh look at it this way. The, the mentality that you want to have is you will not outwork me. Mm -hmm. and, and by God, God is gonna give me my strength to continue to keep working and to keep fighting and to keep mm -hmm. wanting better for your family or whoever the case may be or your loved ones. Mm -hmm. And I want y'all yeah. to continue that and continue to honor that and continue to believe that. And get you so, some friends that's going to push you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, as we always say, Faith Talk has been real, but we're signing off. Oh, because it is. See, right there, the jokes. The jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Yeah. All right. Good night.